Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hello. Uh... You pumpkin picking bitch. <laughs> it's a whole new world. Wow. How was your pumpkin picking? You know what? It, the weirder thing was wearing pants. Uh, oh, right. That. I mean, obviously, me wearing clothes at all is strange and a unique situation. But yeah, that was definitely the first time I wore jeans probably in seven months. Wow. Mumu is a sus. <laughs> <laughs> It was really nice to be in the living world. And honestly, of all the places, like that was probably the best thing to do. It was so well organized. And for anyone who is in the Connecticut area, it's Jones Family Farm. They they have everything so nice and distanced. And like there's a little corn maze that I did. It's really just a walkthrough. There's pigs. Oh. Chickens. So not much has changed. Not much has changed in <laughs> from your world. time here in New York. <laughs> Surrounded by pigs, yes. Wow. Um, it was a really good time. I feel a little human for the first time. Always a good feeling. Yeah. So feeling good about that social interaction. Although I really, I posted the picture. I did feel like Avril at her meet and greets. I just was like, don't come too close. Yeah. But- <laughs> no, I feel that. I was like that like a week ago or so with uh, my friend Erica. Shout out to Erica. I was right. like, we compose, but it's very Britney Vegas meet and greet tease. <laughs> it's weird. It's uh, it's a whole new world, but <laughs> a whole new world. What's that from? The Little Mermaid. No, it's is oh it? my god, no, it's Aladdin. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, I know a Little Mermaid. Anyway, we're not going down that rabbit hole. Um, I was thinking of uh, uh, of the world song from Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, that love that song. Um, Part of your so world. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> I want to be where the COVID isn't, <laughs> which is uh, nowhere at this point. Nowhere. Anyway. Oh, on that note, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 
Legends only. Your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about... Legends only. And if you are on Patreon... We youngins paid homage to the legends for their great contributions. We are deep diving into the brand new first ever Mariah memoir, Meaning of Mariah Carey. We're on, um, next week's going to be the last week, so. Yeah, next week's the last week. We are the uh, part four. I know. I don't want it to end. Me either. It's been quite a journey for everyone following along. Yeah. But if you're late, it's fine. You can sign up whenever and, you know, read whenever, listen whenever, but. That's true. Suddenly you can read. Yes. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's right. Suddenly I can read. Suddenly I can read, actually. (laughs) Yes, we are um, reading and listening and deep diving into the Mariah Carey uh, memoir on Patreon. So thank you to everyone who has been supporting and shout out to everyone on Discord who has been chatting with us um we've gotten a few requests i don't know if you've seen um i've seen some and some very helpful uh tips and tricks about podcasts lately yeah um so i feel like the girls want us to do among us with them i would be more than happy mumu's a sus um anyone who hasn't played this is actually we didn't have it in our notes, but no, I would didn't. say that the AOC, AOC's Among Us stream is worth watching, at least the highlights reel. Yeah. Um, but it is a game. It, it goes by very fast. It's very addictive. And especially for anyone who really gets off on lying to people, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a great game for you. I was cracking the fuck up the other day we were playing like the gays and we weren't on voice chat, but you were just in text chat and I could tell you were being so serious. You were like, I'm voting for green, no evidence. And I just was like sitting, cracking the fuck up. I was like, oh my God, Brad is like really going for the win here. (laughs) And then I came into the game as James Charles later in the night. That was you? Mm Mm-hmm. We didn't know that. I know. I know. New, nobody knew that. I snuck onto the Discord. I saw what your code was. I came in as James Charles. Wow. And I said everyone was sister sus. Fraud bitch. <laughs> we were just like, oh, the, he must be a gay. Yep. Wow. Exposed. Jeez. I know every time I'm like an imposter and I'm just like, you know, I hit sabotage. I'm like. It's going to be so bad. Literally me in electrical. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we we can probably arrange some sort of a legends only Among Us session. Yeah, legends Among Us. <laughs> um, there was that, and there was also uh, a new Power Hour. But I was like, you know what? I blacked out like two weeks ago. Give me a minute. Yeah, you need probably a few minutes. <sighs> yeah, but we can always do it. You just maybe you can supplement that with um i don't know (laughs) water (laughs) water oh and french fries um yeah that was uh certainly a journey if mariah wants french fries we're getting fucking french fries (laughs) basically me sitting outside okay so anyway um also before we get started um happy birthday to us by the way yes casual um first uh, first year birthday we're one 
One year of Legends Only, can you believe? <laughs> I can't. I <laughs> 84 years in quarantine and one year of Legends Only. Honestly, over 200-something of the days have been in quarantine. People started the podcast late, and they were like, I love how full of hopes and dreams you guys sound like oh. on the first few episodes. Because <laughs> we were, goddammit. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're going to go see Avicii. We're going to go see... We were... We were going to go oh, see Cascade. Oh, no, he's dead. Yes. So. He's dead, we were gonna go bitch. See, we were going to go see Cascade. We were going to go see everything for your birthday in, in May. I know. I saw Galantis. No one wanted to fucking go with me. And I hope all of you regret it because I was like, uh, does anyone want to go with me? It's Valentine's Day. And everyone was like, no, no, no. And I hope you Look all regret it. If we went, My... we could have stopped COVID. Who knows? <laughs> yes. Um... I saw Celine Dion on March 5th with Linny. Shout out to Linny, friend of the pod, queen icon. And yep. that was the last concert I ever saw. So, yeah. We were all so happy well, that day. Speaking of concerts, uh, I think this is also a new announcement. What? We are going to watch, unless you did not sign up, we are going to log in for Kylie Minogue's virtual Infinite Disco concert on November 7th, I believe. Yeah. We're going to, we can chat during the Discord and we'll inevitably do a little recap on the latest episode. But yeah, if you want to join us to chit chat like we did with the VMAs, if you want to give your coin to Miss Minogue as everyone should, uh, we'll be watching that. Now, I am like really getting into magic, the second sing. I know that's your signature move is to get into the song after a new song is out. Uh, you know what? <laughs> what is time okay i'm ready for you to like discover i don't know um what <laughs> hey you guys so uh new music recommendation this week i just discovered the song it's called um can't get you out of my head and i can't get it out of my head uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's it's good for people to to catch up if not everyone already did so what's yes, her concert least, called infinite disco all right. Well, I'm going to look that one up and we're going to look that one up. There's four different broadcasts. I'm doing the four uh, Friday at 8 p.m. viewing. Are they all different? They are the same show, but four broadcasts and it will not be put back up for repeat viewings, which is why I think this is the whole point of the virtual concert is you catch, you catch it once. It's just your stream once. And this is a once in a lifetime thing. And that's that. I think that's how gotcha. music live is happening now to so make like it no special. replays yeah i think that's what people are doing and mm. remember when we did that blind item story a few weeks back it turns out i'm pretty sure we we know one is billy eilish now and then the other they snapped dua walking out of rehearsals and they believe that she's the other live stream so mm. it was billy oh, and dua speaking of miss eyelash um the girls mm -hmm were shouting out Ava Max, being like, oh my God, Ava's impact. A Maxinista special? Yeah, well, so she just launched this virtual uh, merch shop and you can like, uh -huh. you know, just like move your cursor and like shop in like virtual. And everyone was like, oh my God, Roblox, Roblox. Oh my God, Ava Max's impact. <laughs> well, as we've been saying, Ava Max is leading the pack and this is just the latest example that she she's is She's an icon. Yeah, but it's yeah. literally like a Roblox merch store. <laughs> I am so proud of Ava for setting that trend. Yeah. 
Eva, no. (laughs) (sighs) What else was I just going to say? There was something else I was going to add in here that was not in our notes. Um, Virtual concerts. um, Shit. Billy Eyelash. Ava Max. Madison Beer. Who? Oh, we didn't talk about it. KDA. Or did we talk about it? No. KDA is coming out with a I know the girls are literally shaking. You know, we've been talking, teaching and preaching about virtual groups and people and girl groups. Well, KDA is coming back with a full EP featuring everyone from Aluna of Aluna George to Kim Petras to Queen Madison Beer. Beer cans rise up uh, to who else? There were so many people. Uh, oh, twice the girl group. It's really crazy. So that's coming out also around the same time as disco and all these fourth quarter releases. So I'm excited to see what they do. The CGI is coming for everyone's WIG. Let me tell you that. Oh, geez. This better end soon. Okay. So everyone needs to V-O-T-E, please. P-L-Z. N-O-W-E-A-R-L-Y. That is the most you've had to spell in years. (laughs) That's. Y A B I C T H B I C T H in that order. Oh. Anyway, we haven't even gotten to the start of our notes yet. Um, I know we haven't, but there's so much. It's so to good say. talking to you, Brad. Um, it's so great talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So good luck with Sharknado 19. <laughs> Literally. Oh, uh, God. Well, you know, before we even get into our notes, I feel like we should just, I just want to say to everyone listening, I hope you're having a lovely day. That's that's very nice. Yeah. I hope they're having a lovely day too. Because I know that the girls are going through it and I feel like yes. I am too. And so I like not lying about it, but like I'm going through it. I know you're going through it. You're listening at home. We're going to have some fun and we're going to laugh. Okay. So sick. I want to take a ride. Oh, as soon yeah. as you said, let's have some fun. I'm like, let's ride. <laughs> okay, well, let's ride into the next fucking segment. Okay. That's right. So, um, quarantine Now, Britney's Impact, she wrote this song. Uh, she did. Eight years ago. <clears throat> so, Jamie Lynn Spears, the sister of our queen, is yes. uh, announced the reboot of Zoe 101 mm. and the re-release. Did you watch Zoe 101? No. Did you? Never. Okay. I don't know a damn thing about it, to be honest. I know that it is beloved among a certain, uh, what is it, probably millennial boring Gen Z uh, vibe. Because it's, I see a lot of Gen Zers know Jamie Lynn from the show. Yeah. On TikTok. Now, I'm is like, she Zoe? I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, Cool. So anyway, there's a song on it that is the theme song that is a fucking yeah. bop called Follow called Me. Follow Me. Written by Britney or co-written. Right. With the iconic Are You Ready? Which and I, yes, she, yeah. It has been, I'm sure that was her doing. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's basically, <laughs> yeah. Um. So they remixed, reimagined, still iconic it. And it has a new beat, new lyrics. Um, what do we think? Well, I didn't... To be honest, I only heard the song a handful of times when 
in my like vast Britney vaults of songs, I had this only because I was like, well, she's attached to it. So right. it was in my MP3 folder, but I definitely never listened to it. Oh, I did. But I, uh, it's not, it's something, it's not for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will say it kind of sounds a little Britney Jean ish. You know what? I take offense to that comment, although I agree. Okay. <laughs> But you know what? Very chilling with you. I was having a moment. I appreciate the nostalgia with like the remix to it. See, well, without bringing down the mood, I'm just going to say. Do it. (laughs) Of all the times to invoke nostalgia and to put your name back in the headlines, it is a pretty poor choice to do it now as many Britney fans are deeply concerned about her well-being and there's many headlines about Jamie Lynn's involvement in her conservatorship and so to then do something that is money related that is Britney related right in the center of this firestorm is not the best look so what you're saying is Zoe is sus Zoe is super sus yeah, Zoe sus. does not help I haven't Again, this wasn't part of my, you know, whenever it came out, it wasn't part of my uh, growing up to begin with. So I have no emotional connection to this, but uh, I'm more just watching the reaction to it, which uh, is unsurprisingly from Britney fans very negative because she is doing like some slight press moments and either not discussing it or just very vaguely being like talking about her families in the media and uh, not a great look. It's like, yeah, we get it. We know. We know. Oh, we know. Oh, we know. We got (laughs) quite a few questions. Uh, Is it the best time to do something for money? No. Yeah. Shout out to the second anniversary of uh, our Britney podcast. Yes, that's true. The first year of this podcast means the second year of Britney podcast. So two years that feel like um, indefinite hiatus as well. But I just. If you want to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Gigi Gorgeous is in it. Oh, that's right. And Jojo Siwa. Well, I don't know that that's a selling point, but, you know, society will do with this what they want to do. It's not something I really want to partake in. And uh, I I, I actually don't really even know what to do with it. Like when I got the email about it, I was like, now? Okay. Like, I mean, I... To be fair, the Zoe 101, the calls for reboots of that show, way before Britney drama, way, you know, like that is not surprising to me that they're doing it. It's just like to do it now and in a pandemic feels very like, okay, but uh, not not a great look. So I'm just sort of like, you do you, girl. Uh, I, you know, I hope that means that Britney gets some coins because her name's on the co-writers. I mean, she literally wrote, are you ready? And I'm like, okay, give her coins. So, so. Okay, well, yeah, I same. I'm like not emotionally invested in it. Like, so like, I don't care. Um, But anyway. Hope, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now I'm throwing a curveball out here because this was not in the notes and I just threw it in there because I was trying to find a good segue into our next segment. But um, Britney's post with the bikinis where she's defending herself. Is there anything we want to say? Oh, um, you know, this kind of pops up with her every few months or or so where she kind of defends herself. I don't know if she sees an article and she doesn't like the pictures from the paparazzi or what exactly it is, but she does 
I mean, her comments are a fucking minefield. Yeah. Who knows if she saw something uh, that sparked her, but I don't, I don't know if any one thing specifically did, but there were some cute pictures of her in a mask and a bikini yeah. recently, uh, like scrolling through her phone in the sand. So I feel like she was responding to that. And I, the only reason why I threw this in here is because, um, so I broke my rule um, and I have to like confess it on here. What's your rule? So I may or may not have like gone off on someone in the comment section and then immediately regretted it. And then I was like, okay, let me go back and just like delete my comment and let it, you know, whatever. And as you know, because Instagram's comments constantly like fluctuate, which to all the conspiracy theorists who think that like people are deleting comments, no, it like, you know, it just like moves things to the top, to the bottom, and then they get lost. So it got lost and I couldn't find it and I can't delete it. So it is literally living there. I'm sure someone listening probably saw my comment, but I literally like scalped this woman for her comment. She left some comment that was like trashing her and like calling her insane and like all this stuff. And her account was like literally like motivated by Susie or whatever, some fucking basic white girl shit. I right, click on right. her profile. I did a quick scan. It was all like live, laugh, love, breathe, emotional, like pumpkin spice and like live posts. And I was I wrote this thing and I was like, you know what? As a woman who says that you want to motivate other people, you should be ashamed of yourself for coming onto another woman's page and leaving such a disgusting, despicable comment about someone's mental health. And I hope you lose all your followers. Ooh. But like well, good T. For you. Like, don't fucking run this little fucking fake ass motivational page with all these quotes about empowerment and lifting people up and then Mm -hmm. go comment and call some woman. She literally said some crazy shit like, or I shouldn't even say crazy because it's an inappropriate word to use. I apologize. She used an inappropriate word, like slamming her mental health. And I was like, you know what? You, no one should be motivated by you, bitch. First of all. And second of all. (laughs) Good for you. Honestly. People have a funny way of showing concern. I'll say that. I'll certainly say that. It doesn't seem First so nice. First of all, and second of all. So anyway, I, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Well, anything to defend our girl, and I appreciate that. I know it comes at a cost always, but I hope that, you know, I hope that the comment, I, I don't personally look anymore because the comments are, are truly such a nightmare now. Awful. Shameful. But, um, Disgusting. I, I hope that she's just logged out and enjoying her life and like not seeing that because it's too much. So I, yeah, to the bikini stuff, this is not the first time that she's done that. No. Over the years, she she does a little clap back. Um, and yeah, I hope that she's having fun with Sam and living her life. I mean, and you've seen the photos. Like they're literally just on the beach in masks. Yes. Yeah. Well, as always, we will be waiting and seeing to see what she's up to next. And I just hope that's a lot of enjoyment yeah. and living Wearing masks her- and getting pounded by like a hot 24 year old. Can't relate. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Like literally like everyone stay jealous. Um, anyway. Anyway. So um, speaking, speaking of, of wearing things, you want a hot body look hot in a bikini. Um, Fashion. So, uh, shall we? High fashion. <laughs> so auditorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Oh. 
<laughs> your dog is like, you know what? She yes, she is and a bitch. B i c t h. I know. I'm so embarrassed. I literally like I lost the comment, and I'm, that is why I don't comment on people's photos. No, it's yeah. Instagram's hard because sometimes you do lose the comment, and then you're just yeah. like, well. That just lives there now. It flips them every few hours. It like the top comment drops to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so this week, um, as a fashion icon myself, I would just like to shout out uh, Naomi Campbell. I thought you were going to say yourself. I yeah. Oh, you do have a nice new tie dye shirt. So I do. I bought something on Etsy once, twice. (laughs) It's my second one from her. Buy something on Etsy once. Style icon. (laughs) Style icon. Um, Naomi Campbell for Vogue, and this is American Vogue, which normally is like difficult to get, <laughs> difficult to get, and also not you know the most chic. Um, however, mm. stunning, and also I wanted to shout out Mariah Carey in glitter because I am on a full '90s, early 2000s Mariah Carey moment, pulling all of these old paparazzi pictures, the photos of her like walking with the boombox with the jeans and the heel. And like the crop tops and the sunglasses and the oversized leather jackets and the ponytails. I feel like I'm catching up. And it's just a fashion moment that needs to come back. It is. I 100% agree. And the more she gets justice for glitter, Mm -hmm. the more the looks will come back. And who knows? Glitter might have this whole like campy revisitation now that it's like not shunned in a way. You know, it's like people have a different relationship to that movie now. I was going to tell like, you that when things go back to normal, if they ever do, um, right. that uh, I want you to play Didn't Mean to Turn You On at some point so I can pretend like I'm having my little Mariah and Avalon fantasy. Oh, absolutely. Didn't take your time. Anyway. I think I played at the uh, Mariah holiday night that I did before Ugh. everything went down. But yeah, I absolutely... A staple. Yeah. So um, for my high fashion editorial, I have two as well. And the first one is, and we'll get into it more in depth, but Miss Miley announced her album finally. And the cover was shot by Mick Rock, who is a legendary photographer. Um, If you don't know his work, just like go to Google Images and look up Mick Rock. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't heard of that, um, just go to Google. Google it. But if you look at the pictures, you'll be like, oh, like you'll scroll and you'll be like, oh, that one. Oh, that one. Like it's like legendary photos after photos of like Bowie, Debbie Harry, just so many legends. And so this had to have made Miley's life to get a Mick Rock album cover snap. Um, she looks the part of being a rock and roll queen. Well, she's been doing that with her um like all of her performances too. When she was on Fallon, she did, and this is, um, I apologize, I forget the artist's name, but there was um, a uh, furniture designer that did the chair that she sat in for the virtual interview, who was like an iconic oh, furniture artist. I love that. And she was like, "I this, is, this means a lot to me because he's iconic and won't be doing this forever. And I was like, oh. She's having a Legends Only era. She's really... She's covering legends only. She's got a legendary photographer, mm-hmm. a legendary seat. Um, it's good. It's going good. So shout out to Miley for that cover. I think it looks totally the part of this era. 
And then also, this is more niche, but my show Dragula, which is the darker version of Drag Race, basically, um, for monsters, drag monsters, had a one-off special, which I thought was a really clever thing to do in the pandemic, where they revisited eliminated contestants from the past three seasons at their homes, and they did a two-hour one-off special, and the winner um, goes to season four, which will be shot next year, I assume. But I'm going to give a shout-out to Saint for the ghost look, if you want to look that up as well while you're Googling McRock. Um, such a cool take on a traditional trick-or-treat trick ghost costume made scary. It was so cool. Uh, I just really, I thought the whole concept of the special was really cool. This is once again, ingenuity in a time of pandemic. They Instead of having these people come to them, they went to their homes and did like floor shows literally in their hometowns. So very cool, very interesting, and shout out to Dragula. If you are into horror movies, into drag, you will be into this show. Okay, I'm looking that one up. <laughs> well, speaking of horror, um, Halloween, what's happening? What are you doing? Well, eventually I would like to be Wolverine because sometimes people leave thirsty comments saying that I look like th- Wolverine with my, like, facial hair apparently so (laughs) (laughs) okay work so i want to be wolverine and fulfill that fantasy but um i mean we'll see how that goes as like a five five jewish boy i don't know how much that fantasy is coming through but uh otherwise i'm doing nothing i'm just gonna sit at home what about you i know well same i mean like i'm trying to think maybe we can do a live stream or maybe we could have like a fun among us night or something ooh you know like why not be murdering people yeah um <laughs> mumu's a sus uh yeah i really don't want covid so it's not happening um also like i just am probably going to log out the entire weekend cuz everyone's and you know what i'll say this everyone you all fucked up because this is the one year that like all the holidays were on Saturdays. Oh yeah, everyone and y'all fucked that. it up. So <laughs> going into 2020, I was like, oh, Saturday, Halloween, Saturday, Fourth of July, Saturday. Like everything literally was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now next year, everything's gonna be on a fucking Sunday, and then it's gonna be a Monday, and then we gotta wait ten more f- or however many more days in a week, more years. Good job, well, everyone. How long it'll take anyway? So we kind of worked, <laughs> well, but yeah, <laughs> y'all fucked it up. Um. So uh, anyhow. Yeah. So speaking of uh, spooky things and I don't have a good, oh, uh, here's a good uh, segue. On Halloween, (laughs) no, (laughs) things, uh, the moon, it comes out and then Dracula goes to the moon and then there's animals that go, to the moon, coyotes. Uh And 20 years ago, a movie called Coyote Ugly came out. (laughs) How was that? <laughs> that was flawless. I never Thank saw that coming. Thank you. I just improv that. That was an actress. Um, yes, everyone. We're going to take a little trip back to better days with uh, a moment in time 20 years ago where a movie called Coyote Ugly came out. Now, honestly, throw this in with burlesque and glitter. Yeah. Now, Leanne Rimes has multiple sings on this album, and they just came out with a 20th anniversary Dave Odd icon, Megamix. Yes, mm-hmm. Thoughts? Well, it certainly sounds like a Dave Odd production. It's very Iconic. that. It's, it's very that. 
Um, I think this was well-deserved. We're having a 20th anniversary moment. Can't Fight the Moonlight still slaps to this day. So good. But I, also, um, I really did like uh, the other songs on the soundtrack. Uh, the Right Kind of Wrong, really, especially. Oh, so good. Now, did you know, because she's doing interviews, obviously, about this era, that she was 17 in this movie? No. That's what she said. And I was shocked. I I guess maybe because I saw it when I was, what, we had to be like 11, 12. Yeah. So I was like, oh my I, God, I want to be up there. I want to do that. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's doing interviews now saying she was so, so, so um, awkward and uncomfortable dancing on the bars because she was still a little baby, a little boby. So. Wow found that very interesting she's basically you know britney age slash coming of age sexuality sort of moment i thought that was so interesting but yeah coyote ugly is one of those like burlesque where truly for the gays charlie's angels vibes like mm-hmm. not, not the same concept but just for the gays now what do we think about leanne rhymes because we don't usually go country on here i don't think of her no oh. <laughs> um I mean, I don't really have any relationship with her besides from Coyote Ugly, to be honest. I'm really I not a... And Brandy Glanville dragging her on Housewives. Yeah. In one of the most true. iconic confessionals ever, where she's like, okay, so Leanne is a country music star, and <laughs> it's, like, literally legendary. <laughs> I That's all I really know of her, so I wish I could speak to more of it, but... yeah. I only know this movie and that's it. Um, Yeah. yeah. Well, Well, anyway, so know what else happened 20 years ago? What else was 20 years ago? There was uh, five legends who said they want to make us holler. Well, there um, were four. Oh. (laughs) What was that? At that time, there were only four. Just kidding. Well, power of four needs one girl more. That's literally my dying words. In that case, they actually didn't. (laughs) I mean, was not... You went to the Return of the Spice Girls, right? Yes. When she goes downstage so that they can perform it, just the four of them, what a what a moment. Iconic. Like, that is fierce. But anyway, yes, Holler and Let Love Lead the Way, double A side single, came out on October 23rd, 2000. And to be honest, Holler especially holds up as far as Y2K nostalgia and all of that stuff resurfacing now. Like... Holler is, I think, Charlie XCX vibes. Like, it's still, you know that kind of, what am I talking about? PC music kind of, like, revival vibe. Holler is very that. Yeah. It's not my favorite of the moment. <laughs> but I like, love Holler. It really was we, ahead of its time. Do you not like it because it's sexy? What? Do you not like it because it's sexual? What? What do you mean? It's not sexual. Holler? Yeah. I want to make you holler? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> What do you think they mean? I don't know. Like, holler. Like, oh no, it is not like Heather of. (laughs) I wanna make you holla. Holla. (laughs) That is an edit you missed out on. Oh, wow. Someone will do it. Take it. No, this is about um, making you holler in the bedroom. Oh. Well, we learn something new every day, but. I will have to say that I only think it gets better with age, and I think their performance on Return of the Spice Girls tour when they are walking men with leashes was especially a highlight in my continued gay awakening. So good. Oh, God. Do we yes, think that like their... Fifth Harmony will do that one day with like Camilla? 
Um, she'll just like sink to the bottom and they'll do their solo moments and then come back. They would need to have multiple hits in order to have that. But oh. they do have one. Uh, why don't you buy her music? <laughs> oh, anyway. How little Nick's can have that moment, but that's another story. <laughs> Again, back to the Billboard Hot number yeah. one song, which we just performed, which is difficult to get. Um, yeah. Uh, Power of Four needs one girl more. I honestly feel like that's going to be my dying words. Like, probably when I'm yes. in hospice, it's going to be like, Power of Four needs one girl more. <laughs> and Victoria Beckham is going to not return your emails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, speaking of returning emails, Pop Activism, the account. Oh, everyone's on been doing Twitter. that? everyone's been doing the emails including pop activism they are begging for let your head go from victoria beckham to get on streaming already and the response they got was um essentially like no but uh keep trying sweetie and we'll follow up if there's enough you know public interest in something like this so pop activism i think the world should have that conversation i think i am tired of her just saying that she's focusing on her business endeavors. What business? Well, she's got the fashion uh, looks. <laughs> no one's doing fashion now. Everyone's at home. Wait, the least she can do is put her entire discography on streaming already, including the unreleased second album. Anyway. Does she have... What? Does she have an album? She has an album. Does she have... I literally only know that one song. Um, uh, the shit that I've seen, you don't have that many. Let no, she has an incredible. She has Let Your Head Go, which is incredible. And she also has an unreleased album, including some really incredible um, dance songs that just never made the light of day, which is really upsetting. Like, Open Your Eyes. Um, oh, God. There's so many. But <clears throat> I wrote about it, and you can read the full article on mewmews.com about Victoria Album's shelved, Victoria Beckham's shelved album. So. Anyway, yes, she does have an album as well. Well, speaking of dance music, shall we get into some new sings? We should. One thing I did mean to shout out, actually, is so we talked about the 20th anniversary of two things at this point. There is a new account. It is from my friend Daniel, and it is not me. I know that a lot of people are accusing me in my DMs, which is not accurate, but I get it because it's all pop music. But it's called at Pop Textbook on Instagram. I highly recommend following. Again, it is not me. It's my friend Daniel. And it is a going to be like a very comprehensive you know, anniversary nostalgia moment of all of these cool things, not just single and video releases, but also like niche things like website launches twitter stuff just like pop culture moments it's already pretty iconic and i highly recommend it and his captions are very strong and he he's a pop nerd he's very euro pop oriented like myself uh and i you know sugar babes and girls aloud fans i i recommend i will say i'm learning a lot they don't yeah, miss a day yeah i'm like oh okay oh today oh Oh, ooh. I definitely have to keep uh, talking about all these niche faves because every time I mention something on the podcast, people are like, oh, you like them? And it's like, I wrote about it for the past decade. I flew over to London to see them. Yes. Well, only 12 <laughs> people read your site, so. <laughs> I got 12 people, but I'm going to increase it this oh, year. Oh, sorry, 13. 12 gays and Mariah Carey. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. 
But anyway, on to the new new. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take y'all to a state known as uh, New Jersey for some electronic moments. Um, So I have an album and a song. So Lucas and Steve, the album is called Letters to Remember. Now, if you stan Kygo and Avicii like I do... You will love this album. You may think that it's kind of a knockoff because it kind of is. But that is like what electro... I mean, I feel like with electronic music, it's like that. You know, it's all like inspired by everyone else. Yes. It's very good. It's very like festival, upbeat, fun. Um, They responded to my like my Instagram story and I was like, okay, wig, like can't wait to see y'all at a live show. Um, but yeah, that's a fun workout uplifting moment. And then also Jay, how do we, how do we say this? Is it Jay or Jai Wolf? I think it's Jai Wolf. Jai Wolf. Jai Wolf featuring, yeah, work. Uh, J-A-I Wolf featuring Rabel. Now Rabel is an icon. We stand, has done amazing work with Kesha and other artists. It's called Moon Rider, the OTR remix. Very chill. Very Sam Smith-esque, like chill, moody, vibey. It's a moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll have to look that one up. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, um, my recommendation. Now, this is a random one. It is an indie group. It's called, or they're called Reliably Bad. And the song is not Reliably Bad. It's actually very good. And the song is called Make It Out. And it is like a very uplifting bright, boppy, instrumental, optimistic for the future moment. And I was listening to it in the park and I was like, you know what? Okay. Not everything is bad and awful. And it was making me feel good, like a feel good, fun. We're going to make it out. There's going to be a better day. We've got our hands in our pocket in the sun. And yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Well, Now we get on to um, the true star, one of the true stars of Fifth Harmony. Um, she's a legend. She's an icon. She's a virgin. Uh, <laughs> her name is Allie Brooke. She has a song with uh, Fetty Legrand called Gatekeeper, which is actually quite fitting considering her whole um, virginity press tour that she's on right now. She certainly uh, is a gatekeeper uh, in many ways, controlling who goes through things. Wow. So. You can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's yet another bop. It's uh, just another feather in her cap. Can we just talk about how Allie Brooke... Memoir writer. Do I... um, I'll just say it. She was kind of a flop in Fifth Harmony and is now like really emerging in 2020 as like our next house queen. Yeah, she, I mean, Fetty, like, let me think about it, legend, and Afrojack, and all these others, like, go on, do it. Now, do the girls know that? I feel like I have it in the power hour. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. It's with the girls, with the trumpets, and their tits out, and they're, like, shaking the fringe, and it's like, let me think about it. Ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, bum, bum. And they're like, just touch me, feel me, working for my mind. Look it up. Um... I think the girls definitely know it. It definitely brings me back to like uh, our youth estate in Boston vibes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, the point being that like Allie Brooke with like Fetty Legrand and Afrojack um, 
house festival real? tour 2021 Allie Brook headlining all what the genres of EDM I am so here for it I'm ready for the Roblox concert honestly <laughs> let's do it we'll throw Camilla in the lava this time <laughs> <laughs> Allie no. no you ain't gotta go to work what <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she's doing it well. And another group doing it well, the I would say undoubtedly the most, well, the most successful, the most uh, out there girl group right now in the West, at least, is Little Mix. And they just released a song called Sweet Melody and a video. And I think this is definitely one of their strongest songs they've released in a very long time. Uh, m and tried and true collaborator has worked with them since wings on and off uh he's done it again the girls have done it again the more i listen to the song the more i love it there's a line he would lie he would cheat over syncopated beats that's one of my favorite girl group lyrics of some time in a while and it's got meaning because both of like perry and jade had ex lovers that were in bands so the song feels very spicy because it feels like it's um autobiographical in a way it's about boy in a band who who uh they were just his tiny dancer he had control of their feet so anyway the video though okay i heard you were doing this song and i said interesting choice because um (laughs) i'm slowly becoming a little mixer oh yeah by the way yes jade getting into it you know i'm slowly getting into uh the moment yeah I'm glad the you video are. for this one kind of like sold me a lot. I was like, okay, the Balagde girl snapped. Jesse, Queen Jesse is truly snapping here, but so is Jade, who does the insane split with the butt out mm-hmm. and the um, long braids. Now, Jade is uh, truly a queen. She is the one who really gets meme culture, internet culture. She's so funny. She was the one on uh, Drag Race as a guest judge, and she just truly gets it. And it's nice to see her thriving and doing her little, you know, drag race lip sync for your life basically in this video. And I just think they've really done it with this one. I think this is going to get attention from people who weren't paying attention, hopefully. Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think this is one of their more powerful moments in a while. But I also think this era is just shaping up really well for them. And I'm excited for them. And they're in the middle of um, a talent search called Little Mix the Search, where they're searching for a group to put together, much like they did in The X Factor a decade ago. And I think that's just more promo for them. Now, my one thing with them is they announced a tour starting in April, which I'm aware that's not. Well, Brad, good luck. <laughs> Truly, I don't understand that at all, but we'll we'll see what they do. And uh, otherwise, I say Little Mix are truly slaying it right now. They've been doing a great job for a decade, but... Oh, it's been that long? Yep, they were on um, 2011 of X Factor, then they won. Uh, they were the first group ever to win the competition. That was like the whole hype at the time. And Okay, I'm looking that one up. <laughs> they came out with wings, and then they just uh, took off from there. And they're pretty much... I mean, they're they're slaying it. They they've broken all these records at this point. They're one of the biggest girl groups ever, and it's all really strong. I highly recommend the shout out to my ex Brit's performance if you want to see like a really 
fierce moment from them especially but there's there's tons and they've got tons of albums already and well five (laughs) yeah lm6 incoming lm6 is incoming confetti is coming everyone's shaking it's coming out (laughs) coming out the same day as kylie's disco which i don't love i'm not pitting them against each other and i refuse to partake in that debate but I mean, if I did, it would be Kylie. But anyway, it's uh, it's coming. All the fourth quarter girls are coming. This is great. I'm very excited for this album. Speaking of confetti, um, can we just talk about how Hillary Duff is pregnant again? I know. It just like Pop just confetti. happened like five minutes ago. I was like, uh, what? I was like, is that even possible? I thought you were literally just pregnant. So congratulations are in order. A little, um, you know, when she's in delivery, she's got to breathe in, breathe out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> Do you realize what you say when you... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if the gays didn't let sparks flop, she wouldn't just be, you know, off getting pregnant again. But here we are. Um... <laughs> She's got a point. You know, I'm very happy for her. Matthew Coma, congratulations. Make an album together. Here we, we go. We need them to make music together. Make sweet music. More. Not music. just love. Yeah. Music, not Bobies. That's going to be my new activist poster. Your new single, yeah. Yeah. Make music, not Bobies. (laughs) I'm joking. Um, uh, Shall we switch up the position here on this podcast for a second? Oh, oh. I love what you did. Thank you. Um, That wasn't as creative as my other other one. Um, Okay, so AG, soon to be uh, Mariah Carey's collaborator hopefully, um, has come out with her new sing, Positions, song and a music video, Reactions. Well, so, number one, it is a verse anthem. It is all about uh, doing any position that you'd like. Um, Shout out uh, to the verse community and also (laughs) the Arganators. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think that Ariana's in a groove right now for the past two albums of mid-tempo moodiness, which is fine and cool and good and nothing is bad. And I think this is actually one of the more listenable, um, like replay friendly, maybe radio friendly songs of that genre uh, right now that she has. I really enjoy it. I enjoy the melody of the chorus I don't think it's groundbreaking. I don't think it's moving away from what she's been doing. I know that some gays are bored. Uh, It clocks in under three minutes. I know other people have an issue with that. I don't mind it. I don't think this is a song of the year by any means, but I think it's really enjoyable. What do you think? Well, um, I too am trying to join the verse community. So um, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Next year. Um, it's been like, I literally, I haven't been with a man since like January. Um, get away from me. I don't want fucking Cornova. Um, but I will say, um, you know, I can't. The, so the thing is like, the lyrics are fun and, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. But like at the same time, I'm like, the only thing that's switching positions in my bed right now is like a fucking weighted blanket. Yeah. So can't relate. The, cool, the pillow. When it's <laughs> yeah. Too- Literally, and like me just by myself in my bed, like sticking my ass out, just flipping my like weighted blanket over. I'm like, switching so your problem positions with the song is that yeah. 
flipping any positions. So. Yeah, she's like talking about like in the kitchen and like in the bedroom. And I'm like, no, the only thing I'm flipping in the kitchen is like fucking chicken patties on like a fucking like skillet, or, whatever. So this doesn't relate to your life. So that's not yeah, doing it. Yeah, I can't relate. Yeah. Um, but Get like it. maybe next year, you know. <laughs> next year. Uh, yeah, I think just song wise, it's cool. It's fine. It's just fine though. I'm I want gonna... her to have a hold it against me moment. Where she like completely switches sound. Yeah. Well, this is definitely, at least not for now, that era. She did just release the track listing and she's got a Doja Cat moment, a weekend moment. She very interestingly has a song called 34 plus 35, which I know a lot of kids can't do. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the age. Yeah. It's the days. But 34 plus 35 is 69. So. 69 sucks. Can I just literally, but also <laughs> wait? No, I we, didn't mean like that. The just... Arianators think that this might be a diss track to Six Nine, the actual Six Nine Entertainer, because he had that whole thing about Justin and Ariana are like buying their sales and I, you know, like scamming the system, and like they had a little back and forth. Whom I don't know. So. <laughs> I don't know. It could be a diss track or it could be about sex, but either way, it's going to, you know, perhaps be provocative. Now, the fans also did point out at the beginning of this song, the way she says, I don't want to repeat history, she puts some space between repeat and they think that's a Pete Davidson diss. Oh, that makes sense. I think that's interesting. Yeah. So she, you know, she loves a reference and a subtle, a subtle shade moment. So. This could be a 6-9 shade moment or... Well, speaking of subtle shade, um, <laughs> dare I say, now this might be controversial for the girls, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. Okay. Um, and I feel like it's a good segue into the music video. Now, as you all know, um, as the, you know, ahead of my time, you know, revisiting Glitter 20 years later, I've been on this Mariah kick now... I have to say, I okay, how do I want to say this? Because it's complimentary, and I'm not trying to sound shady. I feel, in my personal opinion, if Ariana and Mariah collab with those, like, chairs, those director chairs, that uh-huh. this could be, like, one of the most iconic moments ever to happen in, like, the history of, like, pop culture. Because they're okay. so similar. This is, like, Madonna Britney level of, like, fucking iconicness I'm talking Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like for me, I kind of want Ariana to go like Mariah in reverse and do like full ballads. Like I want full vocal ballad moments from Ariana. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I feel like I notice similarities in like the looks in the subtle shade. And I just really feel like they could be like, like Madonna, Brittany, two icons that are like inspired by one another. They could be like the next, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I found that the position single art slash look was yeah. very Mariah. Fly. Yes. Mariah and the honey music video. Yeah. Yep. So I definitely see that. And this is not before anyone goes off. Like this is not to say it's copying nope. or I hate all that shit. It's just like they, they have some similar personality traits slash style interests slash whatever which is cool and i enjoy that and i do think that it makes sense that they're finally collaborating if that's the case which Mm -hmm. i assume it is 
I appreciate the like subtleties in like yeah. the videos and like the lyrics. I'm like, okay, and maybe I... most of all the uh, vocal production. I think yes. she is a nerd like Mariah and cares a lot about background vocals, layering, production, mm-hmm. and the fans. And that, that definitely like gets her going, and I think both of them can agree on that. Um, Basically, what I'm saying is that like I want them to collab. <laughs> that's the point yeah and i think it's coming so in the meantime we do have the positions music video where hail to the chief uh ariana is now president of the united states which honestly i would much prefer at this present moment Mm -hmm. i loved the Uh, tweet from i think it was twitter music where they were like ariana really said potus ponytail of the united states (laughs) (laughs) that's good yes it is true um, basically the video is like, look, I can be a president and be a boss in an all- Oval Office and in meetings, but also I'm in the kitchen and also I'm in the bedroom as a seductress and um, I can uh, peg you later. But uh, <laughs> I... Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> but... What was that? You know, I think the general vibe of it is meant to be like uh, versatile. She was saying a lot. It. She was making a statement about what's going on right now without actually saying it. Like, she's like, we need to switch up the position right now. And we need to get more women in charge. She had, like, gays. She had, like, a full cabinet. Everyone was, like, younger. Like, I feel like she was was making a statement. Like, we need to switch up positions in the bedroom, but also in our government. Oh, totally. And I think it was also, you know, she's always been feminist. But it's very, like, I can be submissive. I can be aggressively powerful i can be all of those things and that's still me and POTUS is a woman and yeah so i do agree hopefully soon i think yeah it was it was subtle and i almost wish that she went in a little harder with the messaging but i it's it didn't i don't think she mean, had to no but i, I definitely think we should have that conversation it. i think we should have that conversation and yeah, I think it's a good start to the campaign. I don't really think, you know, I know people want it on tempo. I always have time for Break Free and Ugh, Into the You. Album. But I was so late to her- Dangerous Woman. Oh my God. Same. Touch It is everything to me. <laughs> but, you know, okay. So we have AG6 coming, which is called Positions. It's coming this week. We'll be talking about it by the time the next episode comes out. We'll See have you album. soon. Yeah, which that should be the name of a track. The track listing is extremely um, Ariana. And I, that's another thing that I feel is similar to Mariah is that she has these little, um, just the way she speaks, these little isms. It's very yeah, like, oh my, yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. She got tracks like Shut Up, 34 plus 35, Motive with Doja Cat, uh, she has one called My Hair, which I'm very interested to know what that's about. Because um, is it about the ponytail? <laughs> one called Nasty, which I'm very interested in. And one called POV. It, they definitely sound like sexy track titles to me. I know that. Right. Simple that but one smart. Like, yes, they're all going to have know. meaning, which like we've been getting into with like the Mariah book. It's like everything is so short, like titles and tracks, but mm-hmm. they have so much depth to them yes yeah sing sing yes exactly so i think that i'm very interested to see what she's singing about and i 
I am looking forward to positions. Me too. I also love that it's just like coming out. Like there's no, we have to wait two months. Like it's just like, okay, it's coming out tomorrow. I'm like, okay, wig, thank you. When Sweetener was happening and Thank You Next, she did an interview and also just a tweet that went viral where she was like, I don't really want to do eras. I just want to put it out while it's fresh. And I don't really want the pressure of that. And so, yeah, when she's done, she's done. And now she's she's ready. Yeah, yeah. Now, I can go either way on that because sometimes we love a, a big pop girl moment and sometimes it's nice to just throw it out there. So in this case, I'm excited yeah. to hear what Positions is like. In this case, it's like a good, like, you know, a two-week hype. And I'm into that. Yeah. Well, we'll be getting into a Positions very soon and... We are getting into Miley's album, finally, uh, coming very soon as well, coming in November, called Plastic Hearts. Now, I would just like to shout out um, Mumos here for your article that you wrote about Miley's best era. Yes, well, I did uh, inspire her to finally announce the album, so. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you never know. Um, You actually never know, but yes. You made several points. And I, we also missed that week. So I was like, oh, we actually didn't talk about like all the things, but like you That's did true. in your article and you put all the YouTube links. So it's just like all there. And I literally went to your article to catch up on life. I was like, oh, I got to watch everything now. Click, 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 click. It's so all there. Purposes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I, I felt inspired by Miley's current moment and uh, I guess it was received well. Um, she has been doing a string of covers from, you know, all sorts of genres, but really her rock favorites. Um, obviously it made my life that she did the cardigans. I, I already shouted that out on social. Are but, they the ones that did that Christmas song? Um, I think, well, they're the ones that most people only know them for the song Love Fool. Love me, love me, say that. Oh, I know you. that one. Yeah, everyone knows that one. And that was their like... Oh, no, I'm thinking um, of the Carp... No, am I thinking of the Carpenters? Oh, okay. No, that's not the Carpenters. What's the one that's like... Um, dun, 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 the Christmas turkey. Dun, 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 new call. New calls because it's our has Easy. I don't even know the words, but I'm singing in. Uh, 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 uh. That's not them, right? No. What the hell? I don't know. My brain just. Christmas turkey. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, I know that song. I know that band. And I was just singing that. And I was like, that's not it, is it? A, no, no. But they have a well, very amazing song Before Daylight. And one of the songs on there is called Communication. It's not even a single, but it's a fan favorite. And she did that. And then they found out that she had actually tweeted about that song like years and years ago. And she's actually a stan. And the taste is really just jumping out left and right with these covers. There's like Pearl Jam, Nico, like all of these like really cool picks, left lane, artsy fartsy vibe, um, Velvet Underground and all this shit. And uh, She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. And I think she just is... Um, really coming into her own where this is always, it's not shocking that she's doing rock music. It's more like it feels refined and it feels focused. Like she has done everything from those backyard sessions back when she was doing like Jolene and stuff. This has always sort of been there as like, um, or you only call me when you're high. Like all of those covers have sort of led to this moment that feels like it just makes sense for her. So now we have plastic hearts and she wrote a very long 
letter also, which I thought was really good because we were all a little confused because she released She Is Coming and Mother's Daughter last year. And there was talk that that was a three EP experience. And then all the plans just sort of disappeared and it got kind of like, okay, is this still that era? And she explained that the fire changed everything, this year changed everything, and we are rebooting this era and starting it anew. Which I didn't even know. Did you know that? That like she lost her music in the fire? I didn't know she lost the music, but I know she lost everything in the fire. So it's not really surprising to me. Um, yeah, the, the house fire was a big story, but I didn't really consider that. Yeah. The music probably went too, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it never felt right to her to release that music because the stuff that happened has changed so much. Like she's not with Liam anymore. She isn't in that house. Malibu is now like a time capsule of a romance that isn't there anymore and all that stuff. So it makes sense that she sold her the head with plastic hearts. And, you know, I'm super excited for this album, I think. And they very too. smartly, they put two covers on it. They put the uh, Heart of Glass Blondie cover and the Zombie Cranberries cover, which just went viral this week. Uh, very cool of them to put that up. Can I say something kind of bold to end this episode? Sure. I feel like Miley Cyrus is the next Madonna. Well, okay. That's like she's headed towards that, in my opinion. I do think she's becoming prolific, and she'll have. She let me rephrase that. She will have the longevity of Madonna. Yeah, Miley Cyrus will have the longevity of Madonna. I, I can. I've always felt that she is the next baton handed over. You know, from she's got connections with Britney and Madonna, so it just felt like she is the next one in line. I kind of feel, unfortunately, now that Rihanna's dropped music almost entirely, but I felt like Rihanna was more of the current Madonna. But yeah, I think that I'm correcting myself. It's Rihanna, but like, you know what I'm saying? No, I definitely know what you're saying. She's at least going to have the longevity, and I do think that her career is shape shifting in an interesting way, like Madonna, but. Mm Uh, like I could yeah. see, you know, like how Dolly's doing this Christmas special this year. Yes. Like I literally was thinking, and not that this not sound like morbid, but like I was like, if we make it another forty years, you know, I could see like Miley doing a Christmas special and an album like Dolly Parton, like you know what I mean? Like I could see her having that long of a career. Oh, without spanning a doubt. decades. I think without a doubt she could do that, and. It just really makes you think that like Madonna didn't even debut until like 25, 26, just like later 20s really even, uh, like formally debut. And you got to think of all the lives that Miley's lived already of being a teen star, you know, much like Britney, where she's had so many eras already. It's crazy to think about. But I like to think that she might only just be getting started because this kind of feels like... The, the most right it's ever felt for her in a long time. Like Wrecking Ball kind of defined her for a while there um, and sort of being like a shock artist, I guess. But now it, almost it feels, feels like the real can't be tamed era is happening. Yeah. Totally. Like she feels so in control and it feels like the true artist is like jumping out. Yeah. And no one's holding her back. And I'm like, oh, she she said she couldn't be tamed. And like, she can't. 
I do. I, I feel that way. I definitely think she's been all over the place genre wise to different effects, different success uh, from like experimental psychedelic rock with, you know, the Dead Pets Project. I still to, never listened to that. It's good, too. It's just, you know, it's is much it more pop. I guess you could call it that. Yeah. Which is that, you know, it's not actually bad. It's just kind of experimental in left lane. Uh, and then folksy sort of vibes with Younger Now and... Now I just kind of feel like she's hit her stride, and we'll have to see with sing- single number two, but um, this is so far so good. Wow. And so I think, actually, and for the first time in a while, we have a lot of things to look forward to. Fourth quarter really just said, bitch, I'm here, because <laughs> we have Ariana, we have Miley, Little Mix, Kylie, Billy's coming with a song in November, at least a song. Ar- now, Adele is about to do her thing on SNL. And assuming we don't have to edit anything in, <laughs> and she drops an album yeah, at no, midnight. <laughs> don't do it, Adele. <laughs> don't do it, but do it soon. Yeah, so Adele doing SNL makes me feel like something's in the works because that seems like a waste of promo otherwise. Right. Well, the last time she surprised everyone with hello out of nowhere. Hello. So True. <sighs> yeah, who knows? Who knows, but it does feel like the old, you know, we haven't had like a real killer fourth quarter, all the pop girls coming in a while. So I, I just I feel the energy right now. And You know what I hope? Oh, what do you hope? That in 10 days, we can all say hello from the other side uh, in more ways than one. <sighs> <sighs> Let us hope and pray. <sighs> well. Anything else for the girls? Just... Hope everyone's having a an okay, good time wherever you are. Oh, did someone say good it. time? Are you having a good oh, time? I love it. Oh, wait, know what we didn't talk about because we skipped last week? The what? new Paris Hilton song. Well, <laughs> why? Do you love it? It's going to be so bad. No. I thought we were just generously forgetting that that happened. We are. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my thing I'm confused about. For the past few years, she's either only produced songs or the vocals are like, is that even her? And I feel like this is another time where I'm like, I mean, I guess that's her, but it's definitely pitched up. Who's the account that um like spams people to release their old stuff? Um, that's like all of Stan Twitter. No, like the pop activism or something. Yeah, pop activism. Can we tell pop activism to dig up uh, "Never Be Alone" by Paris Hilton? Oh God, you'll good never point. be alone. Or I'll just re-record the vocals. That's probably best now because it does okay. seem like it's just fitting with her vocals at this point. But yeah, yeah, that came out. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, AG Six next week. MC. Uh, Seven. Seven coming soon. Um possible RIP USA. Uh and <laughs> <R-I-P> USA one. <laughs> Two. Um Two. Yeah. And uh, you know, on some real shit, I hope that you are safe and you are doing well and we will all get through this together. And We're all um this together. Oh, we sure are, aren't we? We really we are, are frightened of Cornova. But we will come up with something to have fun with the girls and, uh, you know, have fun. That's right. (laughs) As we originally have liked to say. We're all going to have fun. (laughs) But until next week, 
Stay safe, wear a mask, and get in position, and then get ready to switch up that position. Fuck you. I can't sing. Sorry. Um, but until vocal then, rest. yeah, I need to go on vocal rest for a week. Shut the hell up. Um, until then, we will see you soon. What a fun episode. That really was. So good catching up with you, Brad. So great catching up with you. Good luck with everything. We just always have a lot of laughs. <laughs> 